Football Cards Collecting and Investing. It's every Tuesday. It's live, and his name is Andy. My name is Carter. This is our hobby, football cards all day, every day. And the topic that we're actually going to start today's episode off with, and I've been thinking about this since last week, our guest, Mr. Weber, who is one of the biggest 90s and 2000s uh refractor collector on the planet andy last weekend made me reevaluate my entire collection and ask this question of myself is there a such thing as a card that you would truly never sell a card that you think is in your pc for the rest of your life but it's not really if the right price came in your direction so my question for you andy right off the jump is there a card in your collection if i came up to you and offered you 50k cash right in front of your face you would say no when it comes to selling it well now that you say 50k cash um i'm starting to to change my mind starting to reconsider i did think that there were cards in my collection that i would absolutely never sell uh, one, because they're somewhat rare and two, because like that specific card is very nostalgic and, and it evokes a lot of emotions in me. Like I'm emotionally attached to the card and I don't want to risk losing it. I don't want to disappoint my dad, who's a big collector and, and I grew up with collecting in the cards that he, uh, you know, gifted and, and gave down to me. I don't want to disappoint him by selling those. You know, as well. So there's there's a part of uh, a part of that in it. But when you say 50k cash, man, my ears perked up. I'm like, wait a minute, 50k cash, dude. I I think they I think I'm I can make a deal. I think we can work something out here. Okay, so what is the card that you think of? The card that is your favorite card that's actually worth something that is sitting with you right now. Well, I've I've got like a 1986 Steve Young, for example, on the wall behind me. Um, I've got some like early seventies, uh, basketball cards, got some Ken Griffey, uh, rookie cards, Mark McGuire. There's a bunch of like uh, very nostalgic cards from when I was a kid that, uh, I think uh, like those are the most, uh, near and dear to me in terms of, okay. uh, items that aren't listed on eBay that I never planned to. And then of course, some modern guys, uh, like Mike Evans is my favorite player on the Bucks, and right. I've got I've got a really rare uh, prism autograph Mike Evans out of 35. I I used to have like a really nice tall boy PSA 10 autograph Mike Evans and I actually sold it. It was a double up and I sold it for a big profit, but man, I I was absolutely legit upset after I did that. Legit upset because I immediately regretted it thinking that I should have not sold that. We say hi to Wolfboy Productions. We see a lot of our regulars as well. Derek, Ron, Troy, and my God, Chad Diary kills it each and every week in the chat. So 50K is a little high. I think you would say yes to that immediately, which kind of proves my point. But let's lower it, okay? Let's say I'm not, I knock on Andy's door. And I know where you live, by the way. <laughs> I, I, I take a flight to Tampa. I knock, and I have a duffel bag with $15,000 in it, 15, Andy. And I say, give me that Steve Young card. Give me that Mike Evans card. Give me three more cards in your collection that you hold near and dear. Are you saying yes or no to that? Mm. 15. Yeah, I think I, I think I, <laughs> I think I gotta say, 
I think I would say yes, honestly. Um, I think I would say yes. And and I know I'd, I'd have to, you know, deal with uh, some disappointment from some of my collector right. friends. There's some guys out there that'd be like, no, you sold that? No. You know, especially my dad. My dad, every time I see him, he always asks me about the cards. And, and he asked me if I if I sold him because I this actually happened as a kid. He gave me um, a, a, some like a nice collection of rookie cards of uh, now Hall of Famers. But at the time they were superstars and stuff. And basically from each sports category and i sold i sold a good chunk of them for video games and stuff whenever i was uh, a teenager so there's there's part of that but like man if the price is right i can always i can always uh reinvest that or, or re you know re in, in, in get into the market in in a different card um, right. the 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 thing is some of them are super rare like if you've got a gold vinyl you may never see it again uh, and, and especially like, so if I sold you my Steve Young 1986, that card is very specific to me because I've had it since I was a kid and, um, you know, grew up with the card. So I, and it, I still have it. So it's, it, it's very nostalgic. And, you know, even though there's, there's ones just like it, like it on eBay right now, that exact one is not on there, you know? So please, please put Bob's comment up there, please. We got to, this has got to be the first comment that gets highlighted. Uh, right here. Take the wife too for fifty k. <laughs> Bob's in the chat each and every week. So this would be my point. All right, I would guess ninety nine percent of our listeners don't have Steve Aoki money. Right? Steve Aoki is obviously a big card collector. He's one of the biggest DJs on the planet. He is worth millions on in. Right. He is in a different spot than obviously me or you, Andy. Nat Turner. Think of any famous rich person you know in the hobby there they can actually say no to any amount of money right obviously you and i are in a different spot and my point is this this tyron matthew rainbow that is behind me right here is the number one thing in my collection it's not just one card it's all of it if somebody knocked on my door with fifteen thousand dollars cash and said give me that rainbow and give me three more of your favorite Tyron Matthews. I'm saying yes to that. I am. Now, once again, my money's a little bit different than maybe other people's money. I don't have, you know, that Stephen A. Smith media career just yet. Hopefully that does change. But my thing is your PC is probably a little bit more fluid than you think it is. And yes, you could be attached to any one card. You could do whatever you want with your collection. It's just move some things don't hold on to them too long because if you sell now you can actually potentially get a bigger flashier better card of that player with the money that you can make so this happens at card shows andy people will walk up to a display case i've seen it happen with uh you know ten thousand dollars in in the little stack with the the thing and say, Hey, give me this card right here. And the person says, yeah, I wasn't trying to sell it, but all that cash is in my face right now. I'm saying yes. So my thing is, Andy, I want everyone to really think about their collections and say to themselves, do I really need this card? Because that money could obviously go into an even bigger card. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of collectors are being presented with that dilemma right now. And it's kind of like learning how to deal with that, that um you know that attachment and detaching yourself emotionally from the card that 
and, and and maybe it's something that you've hunted down for a while. Maybe it's like, you know, prime example, some of these DJ Moores that have sold his his biggest sales, his one of ones, his five of fives, his gold vinyls have all sold in the past few days since he has traded to Chicago Bears. Massive wow. market upgrade there. Um, obviously we know what DJ Moore is. And, uh, so people are really excited. Chicago's a lot of big time collectors in, in Chicago that I'm sure are, are probably part of, uh, part of the people that have bought these, but it's like, man, you're getting some really good, uh, really good profit on your DJ Moore cards right now. Do you, do you sell and try and, you know, reinvest back into them down the road or invest into a new player, or you just kind of like, no, I'm going down with a ship. I'm, I'm holding these forever. And I think people are presented with this dilemma right now with a bunch of different guys. You know, a lot of the quarterbacks that have been uh, traded and acquired and trades that are happening right now in the NFL. I had this dilemma last year when Tyron Matthews market got pretty hot. You know, he's a PC of a defensive player who, you know, We'll, we'll probably get into the Hall of Fame at some point, but, you know, that was his hottest. So I moved some of my stuff, but I probably should have moved more of it, Andy, because that was when he was in the news. And I would say potentially do the same thing with DJ Moore right now. Uh, so I, I'm totally with you. That's why DJ Moore is the thumbnail of the image, because this is, you know, the time to move it, especially, Andy, with some of the crazy free agent moves that we've seen. Now, we see Chad in the chat says he had a LeBron rookie exquisite auto raw in his hand last week. Dude would not sell. That is absolutely crazy. I think that's a six-figure card. Uh, that's nuts. This guy must have a lot of stuff. Um, Josh Williams, Sports Cards ID, just got the notification that the New York Giants have acquired Darren Waller. How about that, Andy? It's incredible, and this is a big misconception. I, I, I see this in, here comment from Wolf Boy, and and this is very common because uh, because the the common the common perception is that right now is the off season for the NFL, and therefore uh, most players' prices should be going down, and we should be buying them. But in fact, their prices are going up right now for a lot of these guys. Darren Waller. He's getting ready to spike. He just got an entire new uh, collection base from one of the largest markets in the country with the New York Giants, a team that just went to the divisional playoffs and is an ascending team right now in the NFL. There's going to be new collectors and new demand for his rookie cards. The same thing is happening for DJ Moore. Uh, the biggest, the biggest uh, story, arguably the biggest one, is definitely Aaron Rodgers to the Jets and Jordan Love starting for the Green Bay Packers. You would not believe how many uh, graded sales that they've had in the past week or two. Their prices have gone up a hundred percent virtually across the board based on this. And and this is just you know one one little piece of of the NFL there's many many free agents being signed and moving teams right now uh for all positional categories and it's all creating demand and hype and we're heading into the draft where all the, the, these guys are some of them are going to draft new quarterbacks you know and so like guys like Terrace Marshall on the Panthers the Panthers now moved up to get that number 1 pick they get CJ Stroud I mean, all of a sudden, Terrace Marshall cards are going through the roof, and LaVisca Chenault is now getting, you know, some some more demand and stuff like that. So, yeah, man, right now is a good time to be in football cards. It really is. Yeah, I'm going to look to move some of my TM6 stuff. Um, I'm not a huge Terrace collector, but that's a really good point, Andy, because 
I sold quite a bit of my DJ Chark stuff when the Trevor Lawrence um, move actually happened for the Jaguars uh, a few off seasons ago. So that's a really good point. James said he got a contenders. Darren, look at th- this is FB card quest material right here, Andy. And I, I know th- this gets you fired up more than anybody skill position, $24 rookie auto of a pro bowler. I love it, Andy. Look at you, James. Yeah, Darren, Darren Waller's uh, prices have tanked so much in the past year. His his peak was definitely after the 2020 season, um, heading into the 2021 season. But look, I'm going to pull up so, so you can see the, per, the price that he just purchased this card for, 2015 rookie ticket auto. Now, if you go and look at Darren Waller's current market, look at these transactions. This is how you can easily tell uh, – the, the health of the market and the, and the current demand for football cards. Today is March 14th. The news just dropped. You go to sold items on eBay. What do we see? Sold, buy it now. Rookie ticket auto numbered out of $199 for $100. So we're seeing a spike that is equivalent to, to his performance spike that he generated from throughout the 2020 uh, season. And you can see that the, 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 uh, the buy it now is just going to continue to increase in sold volume throughout the day. And, and that'll lead to price increases throughout the rest of the week. And of course, it's gonna it's gonna taper off, right? It's it's um, right. it's gonna settle down. It's gonna level off, and then he'll actually be forced to go out and overproduce his new expectations. But uh, just just right off the bat, I mean, this is definitely a big uh, big hype boost for his his market. I kind of forgot he wore twelve for the Ravens. I, I was like, "Wait, is that Jacoby Jones right there?" <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah. So shout out to you, James. To see some Darren Wallers being sold around that twenty five, thirty dollar range. It's really cool stuff. But obviously, Andy, the the big story here as we await official confirmation: um, Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Uh, what is your football card takeaway with this news? Well, my my biggest takeaway is that Jordan Love is actually a bigger a bigger benefactor from this trade than Aaron Rodgers in terms of his card values. Aaron Rodgers' card values are going up, but not as much as I'm seeing for Jordan Love, especially when you factor in the amount of different rookie cards that Jordan Love has. You know, Rodgers only got a few hundred going back to 2005. Uh, really, only a few of them that are that are iconic, that stick out, that are readily available, that that are bought and sold on a daily basis. Whereas Jordan Love has dozens and dozens, and actually thousands of different rookie cards being part of that 2020 draft class. And because he is so much younger, and because he is, you know, uh, this is not the first time in history that the Green Bay Packers fans have seen the the new uh, rookie backup quarterback step in and become you know, the next perennial Hall of Famer, you know, it's kind of like they're, they feel like they're repeating history. And and so I know that there's so many, uh, not, not just Green Bay fans, but I'm sure a dynasty uh, fantasy players and uh, seasonal fantasy gamers and daily fantasy gamers that are going to be heavily investing in Jordan Love this offseason and this upcoming season for his, uh, in, in hopes that he, he goes out and um, proves all the doubters wrong. Yeah, and it's important to go on ahead and list those Jordan Loves because they're about to start really flooding the market right when Schefter or Rappaport confirms this Aaron Rodgers to the Jets nonsense. But at the same time, another reason why you want to list your Jordan Love cards right now 
And Andy and I would be fine if you guys are listening to this live, if you left this podcast right now and went to go list it because this could potentially make you some money. You got to keep in mind, Aaron Rodgers is one of the weirdest guys. It is not official that he is to the Jets. They, it would be the most Aaron Rodgers thing for them to sign Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb. I wouldn't be surprised if the Jets uh, signed Jordy Nelson uh, today. Um, <laughs> you, uh, Aaron Rodgers could go back to the Packers, right? That's just who AR is. So going ahead and list uh, those Jordan Love cards as well. Now, Andy, of the legendary quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers has always been the weirdest for me because all his rookie cards, or a good majority of his rookie cards, are in this practice uniform. So that's always kind of taken away from it for me personally. Um, how do you feel about Aaron Rodgers' market right now? Yeah, I... Um... Yeah, you know, I'm not a I'm not a big Rodgers fan. I definitely respect what he's done in the NFL, but uh, not a big Rodgers fan. You can see that a lot of his really just stayed the same. He he's really going to have to go out if he does get traded to the Jets. I think it's going to be one of those Super Bowl or bust type of situations where, um, you know, yeah, sure, because he is a a lock for the Hall of Fame, his prices are inflated just from the modern sports card boom. You know, if you go back to 2020 and compare his prices uh, heading into the 2020 season compared to like 2019 or 2018. And, and, you know, um, and so with his MVP in 2021, I mean, his prices are definitely – um, they flatline. They flatline big time, and I think it's going to require a Super Bowl run with the Jets for them to actually go up significantly in value. Um, so yeah, because you do have factors holding them back, like uh, the fact that most of them are either college uniform or practice uniform, same picture type of deal. He's got some really interesting, like exquisite stuff from around that time that I've looked into, but really. Do I love Aaron Rodgers? No. And I think Aaron's kind of reaching this Kyrie portion of his career where, yeah, he's an all-time great, but your name's always going to be in the news. You never know what he's going to do next. And I think he is just, you know, unless you're a Packers diehard, I just don't know many Aaron Rodgers super fans. I, I just don't. Um, and I've always found that interesting because he's a four-time MVP. You know, that's one less than Peyton Manning. So it is absolutely um, crazy. So uh, there you go. Ron asked, what's app, what app is this? It is keepem.io. Join the football card Patreon, and you have access uh, to this wonderful web app. Um, but, yeah, Andy, we, we move along here to another quarterback who's had a lot of news uh, surrounding him, and that is your guy, too. It looks like the Dolphins are building this championship defense right now. Yeah, that's big news. He's the first uh, 2020 quarterback to get his fifth-year option picked up. Um, that's showing a massive amount of confidence. The Dolphins are making massive moves already, picking up Jalen Ramsey, uh, bolstering that defense. I mean, the defense on paper heading into this upcoming season looks really, really good now. Led And you got uh, Vic Fangio coming in as defensive coordinator. So Tua, if he can stay healthy – should just naturally go up in value based on performance, based on how they ran that offense last year and how he performed when he was healthy. But you can see just based on them showing the confidence in Tua picking up that fifth-year option, his values have gone up a little bit. People are buying more. 
Um, but I mean, if you were to compare card for card, we just saw this card right here for Jordan Love sell for about $150, and uh, the two is about about 50. So I mean, just to just to give you a a, um, a little bit of of comparison there, a little bit of a comparable data between Tua and Jordan Love to kind of what that trade hype will do for you. That new team feel and smell will do for a player's rookie cards. It's, it's pretty incredible. They signed Raheem Mostert, but I just want to throw this out here. All right. You know, Tua gets hurt quite a bit. And I know I've been labeled on the show, the anti-Tua guy for what I said last year. I still stand by that. I don't think he is that great. I think he's got one of the best supporting cast in football. But Andy, I think the quarterback that gets really juicy in Miami for me is Mike White. Okay. He is to his backup. We know Mike White can play, right? We saw what he did last year with the Jets, who have some, but not what the Dolphins have kind of weapons. If you are holding some Mike White stuff, just be on the lookout uh andy we've talked about mike white quite a bit on this channel more than i would like to admit because he's had some of these hype weeks but but just hold on to it if you're holding it because if he does actually become the guy and let's just say the dolphins are winning watch out i mean i'm i'm serious watch out because I, i'm not saying he's too a good it's just he's going to be surrounded by some dudes Actually, I, I really like that uh, as a sell and a buy. Like, I think you, you, you're you going to have people that are going to want to make that play because of Tua's fragility. But but I, I think you could also probably find some deals on Mike White in some of these auctions. And there's obviously a lot of potential because he's got that one game wonder uh, element to him where he can flash. And uh, in Miami, yeah, on a winning team with those weapons and that offensive system, I mean, the guy could yeah. absolutely flash big time if Tua gets hurt. Uh, so that's that's a sneaky – that's got some sneaky upside there, man, for a little, like, you know, just 5% of the bankroll, buy a little, like, $80 Optic Hollow Mike White, you know, rookie auto and, and stash it for if that happens. So guess what? I can't claim that play. That was actually from – chad in the patreon discord so andy this is why we always say the show is great it's fun but you got to go to patreon.com football cards where you get access to the web app and you're part of our discord community where there's a buy sell uh trade thread on there we've seen a lot of deals happen but you have people like chad you have people in there like uh brian hunter we have some legends in the game that are in the discord baby uh, 100% man and, and there's some guys that are um that are up very late at night going through eBay listings and uh you know talking strategy talking NFL strategy we've got dynasty channels uh we are going to be doing some patron only uh, dynasty leagues this summer and seasonal okay. leagues so there's a lot a lot going on in there um we got to spin up another group submission yeah the web app the weekly articles uh all the whole nine yards guys definitely check that out and you get to talk to me i mean what 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 better gift <laughs> could you have than that but there are people that know 10 times uh, as much about cards in there um uh, than me just get in there i guarantee you it's only a few bucks a month you would definitely love it so obviously we talked some ar 
Um, you know, as far as like his legacy is concerned, I'm just going to be honest with you. Of these legendary quarterbacks that are retiring in this era, okay, Aaron, we can get into a debate about his attitude and how people view him. He's just not going to be as beloved as Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, Tom Brady in their post-playing career. And I think if people are going to collect and hold his cards long-term, Andy, that matters, right? Like the quarterbacks that I want to collect are Peyton Manning and, and Drew Brees. It's not that Aaron Rodgers isn't in that conversation. It's just, is he liked as much as those guys? I mean, I think that plays a role in into some of this. It, it absolutely does. I mean, look at uh, look at the Rock. I mean, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He's not even in football, but he did play college football with Miami, and he, they they made a card, and you know, super likable, very popular. Obviously, major movie right. star and everything. But uh, he's got cards that are super expensive uh, from when he was in college. I just think a lot of it does come down to that likability factor. Um, I mean, I think I look at guys like Gronk and I feel that his cards, I still like, I've tried to get in on some, uh, Gronk auctions recently and, uh, they're just hard to get in on, man. They're really hard. The nicer cards are hard to get in on. He's going to maintain his relevancy, uh, through his media personality and kind of his antics and everything like that. And, and Rogers does, doesn't, I mean, yeah, he's, he's been on some TV shows and stuff like that before, but. I don't think he's even as affable as like Baker Mayfield, who can be who can be kind of uh, cocky on some stuff. I don't know. Um, that's probably debatable. I'm sure some people would disagree with me, but uh, that's kind of how that's kind of how I view him as well. I will take a few patron questions before we get into some Lamar Jackson chatter here. Let's go to Larry, the STS guys. Are you guys buying Bowman? You well, speak of the devil. I went to Walmart this morning and I bought it because I love it. I bought a blaster and uh, so far we might, if we have time at the end, we might actually rip a pack right here on uh, the live stream. I did pull an Anthony Richardson and uh, Jameer Gibbs uh, refractor and a Stetson Bennett base card. I love Bowman U, Andy. Now, you're going to be a little bit different on this because Derek, uh, Richard, and I are big college guys. You're not so much the college guy. So, you know, you may not like it as much as I do, Andy, but your thoughts on on Bowman U? Well, I really like the fact that it is licensed now, and they actually have the college team logos and stuff on there. I think this is incredible. Um, I think it's also really, really smart that they focused on a Chrome-only product. Last year in their inaugural release – it was paper and it was chrome and it was like all the paper stuff just worthless. I mean, you know, and it was like they diluted it. And so I'm really happy that they've actually evolved and focused just on the chrome. Uh, that makes me really happy. That makes me excited for it. I noticed here that on blowoutcards.com, it's still one of the best sellers. Like it's it's hanging in there with the 2022 Prism, the 2022 Donruss. People are getting pumped. I think a lot of it is also... The fact that you've got like four or five quarterbacks being drafted probably in the top 10 picks this year. Um, that's that's really exciting. That's going to obviously drive the, this year's product big time. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I like it, man. I, I've actually really thinking about, I've got to pick myself up a box to rip here on the channel. I'll probably get the, the hobby box format. If, um, it's hard for me to find product in, in retail, uh, one and two, I think that you have a, uh, little bit like box break, you get two autographs. So my chances of getting one of those quarterbacks, like a CJ Stroud or Bryce Young, or maybe an Anthony Richardson or. Will Levy's or any of these guys, uh, autograph rookie card would be so liquid right now, would be very popular. I'd be easily be able to break even or make money on this box heading into the draft because right now this is like a premium product for the upcoming uh, draftees in the draft and here in another month. All righty. So um, I do believe the Anthony Richardson – one of one got pulled um, in this. And I think I remember the price. I'm trying to uh, confirm it here. Um, but yeah, I am a big believer in uh, in Bowman U. And I'm not just pumping. I mean, this is the first box that I've bought of this product. And I am pretty sure... I saw an Anthony Richardson one of one go for seven grand, one of one auto gold vinyl, which is an absurd amount of money for a college uniform card. But the Anthony Richardson hype cycle, Andy, is just absolutely freaking amazing right now. So in this product, you get Anthony Richardson, there's Caleb Williams cards in this, who is going to be one of the heaviest favorites to go number one um, next year. Um, Drew Allars in this, uh, someone mentioned him in the chat, Andrew Perry, also Andy Bryce Young is in this CJ Stroud is in this a lot of quarterback potential is in this RIP Walker Howard, who's now an LSU Tiger. I just pulled one of his, uh, he's now an Ole Miss rebel. He's a former LSU Tiger. I just pulled one of his cards, um, in a pack this morning, but Andy, this is I'm, I'm pretty sure CJ Stroud's in Bowman. You know, I might I might be wrong on that, but I know for sure. Mm -hmm. Um Bryce Young. Oh, there you go. So God, look at that card. Black shimmer one of one refractor. Um, very, very interesting stuff. I don't think that's a bad price for under a G uh for, for that. But um, Andy, I, I'm in on Bowman U. I I I am in college licensed stuff, and I am a little bit of a tops. Fanatic, get it? Pun. Fanatic stops. But I, I, I love tops. I do, and I'm, I'm glad they're back in the license game. Yeah, and I think a, a really, uh, really interesting kind of study you can do on here is go and look at the difference of what the Bowman U cards are selling for with the same scarcity as the select draft picks, as the Leaf products that are unlicensed, uh, because Leaf does make a good card. There are a lot of collectors for Leaf out there. But um, they're not going for as much as these Bowman U cards that um, that are now licensed, and and I think they're they're even more popular, more desirable than the Panini Select draft picks, than the Panini Chronicles draft picks. You notice that Panini did away with their Prism draft picks this year. No Prism draft picks. It was canceled, and maybe that's because they uh, realized that uh, Bowman. Uh, Chrome U from Tops is now entering the market and is going to be uh, more popular than some of those Panini products 
especially now that it's licensed, man, I, I see this product doing quite well. And I'm actually, I, I'm going to advocate buying this, this hobby box for $150. I mean, we're talking, you know, the most hyped up guys coming out of the, of the college pool right now, heading into the NFL, plus some guys like you mentioned that are coming in next year's class. There's, you could still flip. And so it's brand new on top of that. You're, you're getting this at a, a fifth of what the prism hobby box is for this past year's draft class, which only has one first round quarterback and the other guys like may or may not even be starters in the future. I mean, this is just, um, it makes a lot of sense to, uh, to get in on this set. Now I I could see this stuff selling out um, as we, as we get closer to the draft. And speaking of May, they do not, as Derek mentioned, have Drake May in here. He could be the number one guy next year. I also don't believe they have my man crush, KJ Jefferson, uh, in this product either. I don't believe it. But still, I haven't looked at the full checklist. I just got it because I love college football. It is my full-time profession. So once again, I am severely biased uh, towards the sport. So forgive that. But once again, this is the only product to have a Bowman U is of the blaster that I have. So this is not pumping and dumping at all. I just really like the product. And Andy, as you know, I don't buy sealed wax anymore. I love it. I'm about, I might go get another blaster because I'm enjoying ripping this. And we might be able to rip a pack at the end of today's episode. Um, something else about the Bowman U stuff that I like is it does bring in, you know, these baseball people. Right. Remember Bowman and Bowman, you Bowman first, uh, the first there in the top right corner, as you see right here, a baseball card that is glory to baseball collectors. That means a lot. And now that it's licensed, you might see some of those people that like baseball and as big fans of Bowman say, look, uh, let me go grab some some college football stuff. So I also like the fact that the licensed product brings the iconic tops brand back into licensed um material so uh let's go to james question here i know a couple of the upcoming qbs were in last year's set would they be more desirable than this year's bowman andy that is a tricky question it really is well i think it comes down to that first logo so if they're in this year's bowman but still have that first logo because now it's licensed and it has the Alabama logo. It's got the it's got the trademark logos on there. You know, I think that they're going to be even more desirable out of this Chrome only set uh, than they were last year. But the the ones from last year, if they if those are the only ones that have the first for said player, um, and this year's ones are licensed, but they don't have the first logo, I think the first logo ones may heading into the draft be more desirable. Um, go for a little bit more money. Um, I agree. I, yeah, I think that's kind of how I'm looking at it. I am too. And like, for instance, let's take uh, this Stetson Bennett card right here. Okay. I understand it's not in a sleeve or anything. It's just a base. That G right there is almost as valuable as a player because I mean, the college brands are just so big, right? Like a Georgia bulldog is going to want this card just because of that G on there. It's Stetson Bennett, of course. Everybody likes Stetson if you're a Georgia fan. But that G is iconic. You know, people that are fans of their college sports teams are very loyal to their brands, to their logos. So I um, 
I, I, I do believe first Bowman with the licenses go a long way. That is crazy for a Drew Allar card, Andy. Now, let me ask you this. Before today, had you ever heard of Drew Allar? No, he's not a guy on my radar. Can't, can't say. I have not been trading up in dynasty leagues to get to get Drew Allar. He's not been on my radar. Very interesting player. So he was a five-star quarterback for the class of 2021. And this was his past year, the true freshman season for him. He didn't even play. I mean, he played like a little, but this kid ended up being the number one quarterback in the cycle, according to 247 Sports Ratings. Now, the composite number one overall quarterback, Andy, is a guy by the name of Cade Klubnik. He is actually in this product for Clemson, him and Will Shipley. I believe, and direct, uh, Derek, please correct me if I'm wrong, I do believe I've seen Cade Klubnik's uh, cards in this product. So it's very interesting because if they are printing cards of players that have only completed a true freshman season, this does add a bit of prospecting um, to this, uh, th this, th this, this product. I think Klubnik is spelled K L U B something with the C. Uh, well, no, no, no. It is, it is K in I C K. I think, uh, let me see. He might be. I, I. He might not be in it. I might have just been seeing things. I probably was just seeing things. But either way, um, the fact that Drew Allar is in it, it adds a new level of prospecting. Also, Hendon Hooker uh, in this product, who will be a very interesting NFL draft uh, prospect who has a ton of college football fans. And he was the first Tennessee quarterback to beat Alabama in over a decade. So there's a lot of Tennessee fans that owe everything uh, to to this man for getting them over the hump. So um, I, I I love this. I love the idea of Bowman U. I am all in on it. Yeah, you can see the popularity. I mean, even this guy who is, is not currently projected in the first round, uh, I guess primarily due to the injury, right? So right. Uh, he's – but still, 21 bids, ending at $51. So now you've got this new – uh, market sector that I think a, a ton of potentials in just because of the hype factor. And we know one of the biggest driving factors of hype is the unknown or the fear of missing out. And with these being the, uh, the, the first rookie cards coming out and they're now licensed and you've got, like Andrew Perry said right here, first in, in baseball's equivalent of rated rookie. So if we know rated rookies with the, with the release schedule, we just finally got Donruss rated rookies for the past draft class now. So these cards are going to be highly relevant heading into the rookie season throughout the rookie season. It seems like every year there is going to be a guy that busts on the scene. Like even, even Malik Willis, who played terribly in his NFL debut, there were people that immediately jumped on eBay and impulsively bought Malik Willis rookie cards when Tannehill went down and, and Willis got the start in a primetime game. And so that that will happen with a bunch of these guys that are being drafted this year. Um, it, it it will happen. And these are going to be the cards they go to uh, because they do have chrome finish. They're licensed. They're some autograph. They got serial numbers. They got the, the things. They got the gold vinyl design. They got the things that collectors want to have in their collection. 
Ty Simpson, five-star quarterback at Alabama. This is crazy. This product is absolutely crazy. So go grab you a box. See if you like it. We might rip one here at the end. Now, Andy, moving back into some current NFL stuff. Um, you know, I do want to bring up Lamar. Um, I'm trying to figure out, Andy, if him coming back to the Ravens does more for his cards than if he goes to a new team. Because I think if he does go to a new team, um, his stuff will go up. I think if he re-signs with the Ravens, it will stagnate. And am I right or wrong in that prediction? No, I, I think you're 100% right because there there won't be that uh, that newness or that fresh team smell to him. Uh, it, he's going to have to go out and exceed what he's already done with the Ravens, which was you know a lights-out MVP year in 2019, and he's still trying to get back to that. I mean, he was – the most expensive, arguably the most expensive quarterback next to Mahomes and Brady heading into 2020 season. Um, so, you know, he's got to get back to that level because so many people bought into him back then and throughout the, the end of 2020 and going into 2021. He's going to just really have to go out and way exceed expectations unless he, he does go to a new fan base and a new market that um, there's just a lot of new collectors for him. Yeah, I think Atlanta's out now that they signed Taylor Heineke. I think they're in on Heineke and Ritter right now. Uh, that would have been a perfect fit, right? Um, I think if Lamar goes to an NFC team, um, that, that obviously helps because the NFC is bare now with Aaron looking like he is going to the Jets. So, I still like Lamar. I do think he can get back to an MVP level, but I also think some people are just fatigued by this whole thing as well. Um, and for me, I, I'm not a guy that uh, likes my players to to, to be wishy washy uh, uh, about things. So, you know, Lamar's been very hurt, and this just keeps going on and on. I understand he wants the same guaranteed money that Deshaun Watson got, but. Uh, you know, I think if he goes back to the Ravens, I, I don't think a whole lot happens. But if he does go to the Lions or whoever, um, it, it does a lot for him. But right now, Andy, it looks like there's no end in sight here. Yeah, I, I'm with you, man. Uh, no end in sight. And I'm kind of in that hold mode. I, I bought some Lamar Jackson, not at a super premium, but I got like a pink um, optic rated rookie it's got that silver prism so it's kind of like a okay. pink hollow and i think i i think i spent like 110 on it and i could break even on it right now but you know i i, I mean he's so young i i do think there's a lot of potential and there's obviously still uncertainty about his, where he where he's gonna play and everything so i think he kind of i'm in a whole uh, situation with him i'm I'm not willing to take any low ball offers, but at the same time, I'm not going to make any profit right now. So it's kind of like one of those cards where I'm like, ah, I'm just going to hold it, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and look, if he goes back to the Ravens, this is, I mean, the Ravens have kind of fallen apart at the seams with a lot of this, right? They get rid of Calais Campbell, who is a locker room favorite there. And a lot of these things have just been happening with the Ravens. And you come back in the same division with Joe Burrow, right? And I think right now there's not a person watching this right now that would take Lamar over Joe Burrow. I just don't. And if you are, I can get that argument as well. 
Lamar's peak was potentially higher than Joe's. But, I mean, I understand I'm the LSU guy, but I'm taking Joe 12 days out of 10. I think you are as well, Andy. So, you know, I get, I'm get i going to get really hype if Lamar goes to the NFC, just mainly for the balance. The AFC is just going to have all the elite quarterbacks, and the NFC is going to have Jalen and everybody else um, and Kirk maybe uh Dak Kyler I know a lot of people aren't in love with their situations so it it gets very very interesting so um we get a question here from Josh Williams Jimmy G to the Raiders Andy oh yeah and I see chats and uh by by Jimmy G's backup uh this is this is a very interesting move i'm sure it's it's not everything that Devontae adams was hoping for but obviously he's a great game manager with that playoff experience people are he's gonna have a whole new set of uh fans there in las vegas that'll be interesting to see how they how they scheme um around him i was not impressed at all by josh mcdaniels last year and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, my expectations are still pretty low for Jimmy G just because he doesn't have that like elite athleticism uh, like guys like Lamar, you know, or even Joe Burrow. He doesn't even have the mobility of, of a guy like Joe Burrow or the arm strength and Burrow and, and, and Joe doesn't have a, a cannon, but he's very accurate and makes very good decisions. And uh, I think that Jimmy G um he just, doesn't, he just doesn't have that it factor, at least not in the NFL, maybe in some other social circles. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm not getting overly excited. I don't, I don't see a ton of people getting overly excited about uh, him starting there, but I do see people like buying into Jimmy G heading into the season. I think he's one of those guys that could people get excited about the Raiders, Las Vegas, you know, heading into the season. They can always get like a lot of publicity and, and him as their starter with Devontae Adams, obviously a future Hall of Famer and everything. Uh, people are going to get excited and there's going to be, you know, transactions here and there that you're going to be like, whoa, somebody paid that for Jimmy G. Yeah, it's it's going to have maybe Vegas Dave right now is is buying up a bunch of Jimmy G's. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we'd ever get a Vegas Dave reference uh, in in the air, but yeah, Jimmy G in Vegas, uh, plenty of porn stars there. I, I'd say it's uh, for for Jimmy <laughs> to, to, to 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 choose from. Um, but yeah, Jimmy GQ goes there. I I would love uh, Daniel Snyder to go get Lamar. That would be so perfect. Goes to the NFC. Goes to Baltimore, or he goes right down the road to Washington. About an hour away, for those that don't know, Baltimore to D.C. Traffic makes it six hours. But still, you know, I would I would love that, but Daniel Snyder is not smart enough to do that very thing. So there you go. Now, Andy, we move along here to Hobby Tip of the Week. And I don't know, should you go first or should I go first? <laughs> um. Yeah, oh, man, I just had one. I just had one. Okay, earlier. think of it. Think of it, and and yeah. and I'll 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 start off here. Okay, hobby tip of the week is go back and listen to last week's episode. It was very good with a guy that has accomplished a lot in this industry with '90s and 2000s collecting. Our friend Roro Weber. It was a great episode. I'm getting more into '90s and 2000s along with Bowman. You so I am looking at retired players and I'm looking at players that haven't even played an NFL snap yet. That's 
my main focus right now. So go back if you want to learn about 90s, 2000 cards. Last week's episode was one of the best, if not the best guest we have ever had on this show. Sandy, your hobby tip of the week is? Yeah, my hobby tip of the week is is changing uh, your perception if you're new. Uh, and um, just gonna just gonna call out uh, Wolf Boy Productions here. He said, oh, "Who should I invest in?" And uh, you know, it's nothing nothing negative to say about that. I, I think your head's in in the right place. But I would also say before you ask, "Who should I invest in?" I would actually focus on which cards. And that kind of parlays off of what you talked about in our interview with Rob last week. And, I mean, his investment portfolio has been around the cards themselves from the specific sets and these specific parallels and inserts from the late 90s, early 2000s. That, I mean, you could we, we did this examination of, I mean, a bunch of different players that uh, are very much lost in obscurity now, not in the Hall of Fame, but their cards are still getting dozens of bids, still closing in auction every week for at comps and sometimes way above. And I think a lot of times you should be focusing on more on uh, specific sets and specific cards uh, versus versus the player because, you know, the right card for a collector that's trying to set build, that's trying to build rainbows, that's trying to super collect a... Um, a note like there's a guy with an account out there that is that his whole goal in life is to collect the rarest cards of the biggest busts in the NFL. I, I can't remember his name, but I, I remember seeing that guy's profile. And I'm like, it was like he's like a Nathan Peterman super collector, and like you know, so I mean, it just I think that uh, I think that's where your head should be at is is like kind of uh, go back and study our videos. And we we have some very I have some short form ones that go and dive into the best sets and parallels and inserts for uh, football cards to invest in or hop into our discord. Uh, But I think that's where your head should start, like filter by the set and the actual card. And then from there, the players will pop out to you. You'll you'll find a player like, you know, you'll find a player within there, within that search criteria that'll pop out to you and you can capitalize. And, you know, some, a lot of times find some really good deals that way. What happened? We Carter got muted. So Nolan Smith. Jackson Dart. Have you ever heard of Jackson Dart in your life, Andy? He sounds fast, man. I hope he's fast with that last name. This is going to be the steal of the draft. Zach Evans, running back. We talked about him a few weeks ago. And Phil Yurkovic. So, yeah, I, I don't know if we should rip one on here. Uh, what, what do you what do you think, Andy? I'm gonna let you Heck yeah, man. Let's do it. Let's, let's do it. Let's, let's, so, um, while I get this camera thing set up, I don't know. Is my camera still on the thing? Let me see. Boom, you're in. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Huh? 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 Whoops. Huh? Oh, look, you just kicked me out. Whoops. Hold on. Hold on. I got it. There, there we go. go. So let's actually rip one of these there packs. And Andy, while I get all this stuff like straightened out, uh, take a few more of these questions here. Penny to the Eagles. Rashad yeah. Penny to the Eagles? Rashad, Rashad Penny uh, just came to terms with the Eagles. So I'm really liking this. Uh, yeah. My first thought is with James, because I was a big Kenneth Walker fan in his rookie season. Uh, he showed an incredible all purpose skill set, including making some really good catches. I think he steps into one of the largest bell cow roles 
in the NFL. There's not many of them. Bell cow running backs are a, a dying breed. And uh, I think anytime you can find a running back in a situation where they get 60 plus, maybe se- maybe he gets 70 to 75% opportunity to share now with the lack of depth chart competition. I mean, that's huge. So he automatically becomes close to a first round running back. And as that fantasy ADP goes up because of their performance expectations, so does their rookie card demand and their values heading into the season. Um, and, and yeah, I think Rashad Penny could obviously be a monster in Philly, but he's got to stay healthy. Uh, that's interesting kind of reading between the lines there. Miles Sanders, probably not going to be with the team for much longer. And, and Philly's in a spot where they could still draft a guy. They could draft a stud and Penny could be, um, you know, just, just depth chart insurance. You know, I like Philadelphia's position in the draft this year. They're, they've been extremely smart and uh, they're in a prime position to draft a guy like, uh, like your Zach Evans, you know, uh, I mean, so yeah, I get more excited about Kenneth Walker from this, uh, from this news. There you go, Andy. Bryce Young pulled Anthony Richardson and all that. So this is what um, Andy was talking about a minute ago and what the comment question. You notice to the top right, Andy, no Bowman first on there because it's in Bryce Young's first Bowman card. Am I correct about that? Yeah, Bryce Young was in last year's product. So, yeah. But there may still be I'm, – I'm curious to – I have to go study the checklist. Like, go to Beckett.com. You can find the checklist. There may still be first this year, but he definitely had first cards last year. So that may be why he's not first this year. This guy will be the number one running back in um, two draft classes from now, Nicholas Singleton for Penn State. That is Derek Richards' favorite young running back in college football. Sandy, we got one more pack right here. Awesome. Wish, wish this good luck right here. Let's see. Okay, we got a Drew Allar. I see that I see his name in the back. <laughs> Come on. Let's see. Let's see if it's something fancy. Just grab it out. These cards come very the only thing I don't like about this, and we we're talking about this before is these cards come very curved out of the pack. Let me see. I screwed that up. My bad. All right. That That is a Bowman Chrome signature uh, signature card design. <laughs> That's how you know you've got an authentic Bowman Chrome, if it's got the curve in it. Nico Miracle. And there you go. Drew Allar, pink refractor. Well, you know, there's a market out there for him, man. Get get that guy. Get, get that thing listed, running. baby. Huh? Yeah. Huh? But yeah, that was uh, that was it. That's all there is to it. So I enjoy it. I do. I didn't really even pull anything. I might have pulled like fifteen dollars worth of cards uh, here, but I like it. Uh, once again, I know a lot of people aren't a fan of college uniform cards, so I understand. I'm speaking for myself. I'm speaking for Derek Richard. But yes, go buy you a box of Bowman U if you are a college football fan and also if you're a fan of the NFL draft. If you are a fan of the NFL draft, you are absolutely positively going to love it. So let's go to Jamie's question here, Andy, before we get into play of the week. Leaf Pro Set Autos. 
Well, the common word there for me is auto. And, uh, you know, Leaf Pro Set is obviously unlicensed. It's not going to be the most desirable. You're going to see a ton of cards that aren't really that rare uh, from those sets um, going for pretty cheap money. Um, uh, pretty cheap. And I would say if you can find a nice Leaf Pro Set auto, that's going for, uh, for one of these quarterbacks, I would say something around $50. It depends on how rare it is. I mean, it, obviously, some of these ones for Bryce and CJ and these guys are going to get up several hundred dollars. They're going to get very expensive if right. they're very rare. Uh, the skill position players, though, you can find for probably 5 to $10, like anywhere under $20 is kind of where you could probably target and flip those guys. The quarterbacks, I'd be definitely trying to find them like $50 and under. Uh, with flip potential, understanding that their value will kind of go down long term as all the other pro and license sets are released. Yeah, and for me, if I can get a licensed product in a college uniform, that's just where I'm going to go. And this is coming. I, I so Andy, as you know, um, a good portion of my collection is Leaf cards that are unlicensed LSU stuff just because they are more affordable. And I that those are just cards that I have. But if you were to ask me, would I rather the cards be licensed? Absolutely. And that's nothing against Leaf. Uh, I, you and I, Andy, we've, we've not hated on Leaf like a lot of people have. And, yes, there are some things that in the past that, you know, are what they are. But uh, for me, I <laughs> Bowman U is the place to go. Uh, uh, if I could see that LSU logo, that means a ton. And I could see, you know, more players being added with NIL being uh, a thing now. Uh, for, uh, the players are actually getting a piece of this and uh, the logos being on there. It goes a long way. James, send me this Odell Beckham card you're talking about. Send it to me at Power Hour LSU. I'm definitely uh, interested in that you card. Know. Huh? Odell Beckham is one of the guys on Rogers' wish list, or, or I guess more more than a wish list. It's like a demand list. He demand. wants Al, Al Lazard, Randall Cobb, Odell Beckham, and I think Mercedes Lewis. <laughs> it's like before he finalizes his deal with the Jets, so they're out there. They've got all the front office Jets guys out there scurrying around trying to sign all these guys. Uh, let's welcome uh, Jeremy D with the Green Bay Packers logo. We've kind of, you know, touched on this. Um, so there you go. I just wanted to make Jeremy D feel welcome. I know it's been a tough time lately being a Packers fan as your patron saint is flirting with his own future. Uh, so, yeah, that's it's it's tough. Filthy makes a really good point. I think the hard part about college jerseys is there are areas of the country like the northeast where there isn't any teams to be fans of mm. and uh you know just speaking from experience i moved to dc to uh do some radio stuff and it was a little bit of a culture shock to me how little people care about college sports there i mean obviously there was a segment of the city that loved the georgetown hoyas basketball team but you know, these big market cities, D.C., Chicago, New York, um, in, in the Northeast, Boston, they're not college cities. They are pro cities. So you do make a good point, Philadelphia, uh, to a certain extent. It, you, you are correct about that, that some, especially in the Northeast, 
college football is very regional. Uh, so I am in the Southeast. Andy's in the Southeast. So we see it a little bit more often. And uh, and that's just part of it as well. So you do have a smaller fan base, if you will. But still, um, it's very interesting. Yeah, Leaf Leaf makes some really cool cards. I, I we mentioned it earlier in the stream, but uh, just going back to this, I mean, they do have a lot of fans. They make a good quality card, and uh, when you add in a player's authentic autograph on it, uh, people trust Leaf. They know they make a good quality card. They also make things like with a lot of cracked ice finishes. Cracked ice is very popular. Um, it's very aesthetically pleasing. Uh, you got the LFG on here. I like this is a really cool card. It might be a sticker auto, but I mean, eight out of 25 and everything. You can obviously see 19 bids sold for $200 just uh, two days ago. There's uh, there's a big market for this stuff, man. And it, and it comes down. It comes back to the scarcity, uh, you know, and obviously the player on the card and everything. Let's go to oh yeah, Penn State. And, and all that Ohio has a few Ohio is a big NFL market, but it also has Ohio state. So like that big 10 country. Yeah. There are some schools, you know, in that, that region. Um, Derek says I live in Boston. It's very rare to meet someone who watches college and they even have a team named Boston college and they still don't care. And Boston college has put out some, some good NFLers, Matt Ryan, uh, AJ Dillon, future fantasy football card quest guest. We're just going to speak it into um, existence. JP asks, Andy, is Levante David leaving Tampa? Oh man, well they've given him permission to kind of kind of see what he can get in free agency. He's thirty three years old. Yeah, he's a, a future Hall of Fame linebacker. If you ask me, just based on his stats alone. Um, but future uh, Hall of Famer. Yeah. You think so? I have fringe, fringe, but he's that, been very that, solid. There are so many good linebackers that have to wait to get in, right? So do you think Levante yeah. Davis is on Zach Thomas level? No. Do you think Levante Davis is on Patrick Willis level? Uh, <laughs> it's hard. Not. It's hard probably, to get yeah. in. Yeah. It's hard to get in. I would, in, in all due respect, and I know you love him, Andy. Okay. Patrick Willis is a better player than Levante David. Would you agree with that? Uh, yeah, I guess so, yeah. So I'm like this as well. Tyron Matthew, I don't know a gazillion percent if he's actually going to get into the Hall of Fame. So I'm like you. I know, you've sp I know you love some Levante Davis. A good bit of your PC is Levante Davis. I say I like these Bowman cards. So many of these have like some print lines on them, weird print lines. But still... Um, I I don't know that type Y for yes in the chat if you believe Levante Davis Levante David excuse me is a Hall of Fame linebacker. How many Pro Bowls has he made, Andy? Uh, a I bunch. Know. I don't know the exact number, but I know he's made his fair share, and he's been very uh, very consistent. He's he's always been a great tackler, great, and you know it just. I don't think he's uh, Hall of Fame caliber per se, but I still think he's got some juice left. He's been very sturdy. He's held up really well. Very few injuries. Um, he's just a, a, a leader too on on the defense. So um, 
I think that he can get a one-year contract. It's probably going to be with a contender, you know, like a, a team that has a real shot, kind of like uh, Nadamakan Sue. He signed a one-year deal with the Eagles just to go and, you know, help them get on that Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl run, you know. So I could see him doing something like that with the team. Hey, maybe he lands in the maybe he lands uh, on the 49ers depth chart somehow or something. I don't know. Uh, you know, or the Dolphins. You know, maybe he lands on the Dolphins depth chart. I could see that totally happening. Uh yeah, I do got some pretty nice Levante David cards in my in my collection. Um I would love to see Austin Eckler speaking on James Austin comment here Eckler. about Austin Eckler, yeah, he's not he's not happy because they couldn't agree to terms on a contract extension with him, and uh, they have given him permission to seek a, a trade and talk with other teams. And I think that I would be super excited to see Eckler go to the Cincinnati Bengals. If the Bengals are forced to release Joe Mixon because of all his legal issues and everything, if they picked up Austin Eckler, oh my gosh, Carter, that would be such a nasty combination uh, because of the other the other weapons that they have in Cincinnati. You add Austin Eckler to that backfield, who I think is a top five running back in the NFL, it, that would be so cool. I would love to see that because Joe Burrow, being one of the smartest quarterbacks in the league, is going to fully utilize Austin Eckler a lot and uh not just for you know so it'd be great for for everything and he's only got like 40 different rookie cards so his options are very limited you can easily just buy any austin eckler rookie cards you want and feel okay about the uh the scarcity and the supply of it <laughs> wait bob is this official do you see this one at the bottom i don't know because my phone has been hooked to uh the ripping here i can actually take this out now let's see wait, let me know if this is official it's pretty big right here for both of yeah, us. Yeah, he's he's unsigned free agent. So I guess he's just um he's just projecting. He's thinking that if Eckler Eckler walks or gets a deal maybe with a team like uh like Cincinnati then then uh the Chargers pick up Fournette. Lenny to LA? Are you kidding me? That would that would be interesting. That would be very interesting. But now, Andy, it is time for play of the week. Am I going first? Or are uh, you going first? Yeah, I can I can go first. I mean, so so for, we gotta give ourselves a little little pat on the back. Actually, DJ Moore was a was a play of the week for me a few weeks ago, just based on his air yards and based on his his route win rate. And, and those are some of the advanced analytics that I look at from a fantasy perspective to say, hey. This guy is the athlete. He has got the role. He is a, you know, a, a, um, a bona fide alpha in his offense. He's proven to be quarterback proof. So he's a guy that you want. That's that's how I know that's a guy I want to invest in because these trades, these acquisitions, these quarterback upgrades will eventually happen as teams, uh, you know, are trying to to become contenders. So. You know, just based on that, I was—he uh, was a, a target of ours a few weeks ago. And if you bought them, then you're able to easily flip them now for a nice profit. Um, I'm still—I'm still going back to DeAndre Hopkins. I still—he's going to be my play of the week this week because he's one of the guys that nobody's talking about. I, I love it when nobody's talking about it. Everybody else is is focusing on the combine results. They're focusing on all the free agents. 
that are that are uh, moving around right now. And DeAndre Hopkins is, you know, he's talking to teams. He's once out of Arizona. Uh, and so and we know Arizona is in a total rebuild mode and he could he could land somewhere that uh, is is very appealing. He's obviously going to be a bona fide alpha um and uh yeah man i'm gonna i'm gonna go back to deandre hopkins 2013 product there's a lot of scarcity built around that i think that their their car his cards are very underpriced right now and they could go up big time i'm a big 2013 fan so i believe if i'm not mistaken he is a rookie from the 2013 class so i love those card designs from that year um, you know, Travis Kelsey's in that class. Tyron's in that class. Le'Veon Bell is in that class. Uh, so, you know, not any absolute massive QB, but I like it. Um, Andy, my play of the week is very simple. Um, look, I, I still stand by this. If Aaron Rodgers goes to uh, the Jets right? This NFC is just so wide the frick open. Okay. So, you know, I, I just still believe in Jalen hurts. Like I still believe the Eagles are going to have the most talented roster. They get Jason Kelsey back. Uh, you know, the whole crew's coming back and all these other NFC teams just have major, major issues, whether it be new coaches, whether it be uh, new directions, a team is really going into next year thinking Desmond Ritter and Taylor Heineke is the answer at quarterback. Really? Um, I I just find these NFC quarterbacks that have proven something, at, at least a bare minimum something, like a Kyler Murray, a Dak Prescott, I just still find all these guys so interesting just because of the quarterback imbalance. So once again, a lot of it's going to come down to price. Jalen stuff has gone up, and you know these past couple of all seasons obviously would have been better. But you know, just a few weeks ago, we went through and did the uh, the price discrepancies, and we mentioned Tua, we mentioned a few others. But I, I just wanted to give those NFC quarterbacks once again some some love because that side of the NFL is just so much weaker than the other. Yeah, they're going to run it back really deep. I I believe that wholeheartedly. Uh, Eagles are definitely going to run it back really deep again in uh, in 2023. And I would say just looking at a quick comparison, yeah, his cards ha- did go up after the 2022 season. Uh, but, I mean, they've, they've obviously flatlined. There's good sold volume. Like, the volume is fine, but the prices haven't really, like, changed dramatically. And if you go and compare it to some of the stuff that you see now, granted, this is gold out of 10 for right. – Jordan Love here for five grand, but look at this Trey Lance. This is the same car that we just saw for uh Jalen Hurts, essentially, but for Trey Lance, who's got even more probably Trey Lance has probably got an additional five, six hundred different rookie cards. This is the same car. This is the same card in terms of scarcity out of 99, PSA 10, or the other one for Hertz was a was a nine. So um, I guess not not completely comparable, but if, if I'm just like Kind of do do that draft class comparison and and look at where these guys stack up. So I was looking. We did this comparison uh, with their Prism PSA with their Prism PSA ten. 
um, let me see, compare with their Prism PSA 10. And you can still see that um, Jalen Hurts is going for less than Justin Herbert. He's going for obviously more than Tua, more than Jordan Love, but he's in that kind of space there where his current trend on his Prism PSA 10 is about $142, $145. The Herbert is $183, and the Joe Burrow is about $240. Two 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 fifteen to two forty. It's it. I I I just think the Eagles are just going to run through it again. I I I truly believe it. I know it's hard to do that. I know they replaced two coordinators, but I just think people discount how good Jalen was last year, and he just had one of the better Super Bowl performances from a quarterback we've seen. Um, it really was that good for him. So. Um, so yeah, I, I'm still just a big Jalen believer. I, I am. So let's get to a few of these questions before we get out of here. Um, Andy, I throw this question to you. I know we, we pulled up Justin Fields. How do you feel about what surrounds Justin Fields? Man, people are loving it. Uh, the fan base is just so massive in Chicago, and they're just so excited about the future for, uh, of Justin Fields with that rushing ability unlocked down the stretch last season and now they add in a bona fide alpha and dj Moore that should really help free up guys like darnell mooney who we've seen juke out the best corners in the league he's just not an alpha he's, he's more of a field stretcher uh speed guy you know he's like a deshaun jackson kind of player um and then you, you got chase claypool who is like this big bodied uh slot style receiver who they they should move him inside and they should play him almost like a like a tight end <laughs> and uh and then you got Cole Komet who Cole Komet um actually had an up year last year man and he could be like uh Justin Fields Mark Andrews and I I think this offense can be very dynamic this upcoming year and I think people are really excited about it you could see that uh just from the DJ Moore news you know not only shows confidence in Fields but it also adds to his arsenal of weapons and, uh, and his prices are up, man. And I, I think they could absolutely continue to climb into the season uh, kind of neck and neck with Trevor Lawrence. I mean, those are the, the two top clear guys out of the 2021 uh, draft class um, followed by probably Mac Jones, if you ask me um, right now. So yeah, I think it, that field's excitement it continues to increase throughout the summer into September. Your thoughts on the wide receiver options in the upcoming draft? That seems to be a very popular uh, comment, Andy, uh, today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, you know, I'm not, I, I know there's a few guys like there's, there's, um, uh, what's, the, what's that one cat's name from uh, USC that's going to go in the first round? Jordan Addison. Jo yeah. Jordan Addison. And then uh, Jackson Smith, Najigba from Ohio State. He's, I, I mean, I think that like Carolina obviously is going to need to add depth. I think he would be a perfect target if if Carolina drafts C.J. Stroud number one overall. It makes sense to go and try and get his college receiver right in Jackson Smith. So I kind of see that happening, which which would be um, good for Carolina. I mean, obviously, like Tampa's toast this upcoming year, like I'm. I'm out on them, but I, I need to do a lot more studying on the rest of the, I, I know that they underperformed at the combine, like as a whole, um, the wide receivers and running backs underperformed. And I, I, from what I hear, just talking to guys like Derek, 
there's not nearly as much talent at that position group this year as there is at quarterback and running back. Yeah, I, I'm out on this receiver class. Um, I like JSN a lot. I think he's my number one guy right now. I understand the 40 and him sitting out makes people feel some type of way. Heck, my favorite receiver arguably ever is Jamar Chase. He sat out a full season. So um, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't. So I think JSN is 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 the guy uh, in this class. I know some people feel some type of way about Zay Flowers and Jalen Hyatt, who just won the Bolitnikoff. Just not in love with those guys uh, the same way I am with, with JSN at this point. I know there are some Quentin Johnston truthers out there. Athletically, he looks to be, uh, you know, the biggest option uh, of of these names. Kayshawn Booty, my guy, is kind of falling off the radar just a little bit um, with, you know, one of the worst combine performances we've seen from a player uh, with his expectations. So, yeah, I, I think this receiver class isn't going to be as deep, obviously, as these last two. But JSN reuniting with Justin Fields, was JSN there with Fields? No, I don't think so. I think they were – no, 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 they were in 2020. So that would be interesting. We've seen some of these reuniting of quarterback and receivers actually work uh, really well. We've seen that uh, Joe Jamar, um, Jalen, Devonta, Tua, Waddle. Uh, I, I could see JSN going to the Bears at nine, but we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens, but there's a really deep tight end class from what I hear, like uh, the Michael Mayers, um, you know, Luke Musgrave from Oregon State. I hear there's like probably what three to five tight end Dalton Kincaid from Utah. There's like I think three to five tight ends that are projected right now in the first round as well. So it's like, wow, man, this tight end, this tight end class is incredible. I'd love to see the tight end position continue to grow more of these Kelsey Dallas Goddard type of uh, receiving tight ends. I mean, I, it's awesome. Cause there's, there's still really good run blockers, but they're also uh, really good receivers and great yards after the catch. Super smart. Like the, you know, the, the super uh, mismatch type of position, man, the, the Kyle Pitts and stuff, you know, so I think that that position category continues to grow as well. Evan Ingram, Ole Miss rebel. Look at him. Evan Evan, Evan won people a lot of best ball leagues at the end of this past year with that – what was it? He had like 40 points or something like that in, in yeah. one of those final weeks. So yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he had a five-touchdown game. He had a like a five-touchdown uh, game there towards the end of the season, ah, man. So ah, ah. It, was, it was hard to pinpoint which Jacksonville receiver was going to go off any given week. Like you had like good, solid points from ETN – and uh christian kirk every week but then from there it's like man zay jones could have a 30 point week or evan ingram could have this 30 35 point week um which is really cool man i i don't forget don't sleep on any of those jacksonville jaguars players uh they're ascending i i think they're gonna end up running the afc south for the next few years so um definitely bullish on those guys i still kick myself not buying those zay jones rookie ticket autos for 99 cents they're ending for 99 cents last off season 
I and bought I, mine I for five bucks and I sold them all for like 30, 35. I think I maybe have like one left, but I was selling them between 30 and $40 easy. Like boom. if anybody wants to dig through the old data, I'm not making this up. I remember texting. I was like, I should buy this for 99 cents. And they were silver uh, rookie ticket autos uh, as well. I was like, God, this, this is, he's going with Trevor freaking Lawrence. He's going to have some, some big weeks uh, mixed in there, but I do agree with Bob. You know, I, I think the tight end position, uh, as teams run more 12 and 13 personnel, uh, which means two and three tight end sets, um, I, I could see that. One guy to keep a name out for, all right? And once again, it, it, this could be SEC bias, but Darnell Washington. I think he's got a little DK Metcalf in him in terms of just being an athletic freak. 6'8", Andy, six foot eight four seven forty yard dash guy who can also block really well he's not he's not the most elitist of elite receivers but the dude is like having another offensive tackle uh on the field so i i could see him go into a very run-based team and catching a few passes here and there so there you go but um but yeah great episode andy good stuff man you absolutely killed it we ripped some wax uh today how about that and um, once again, join the Discord. That's that's the key thing, Andy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You killed it, man. The gold medal. Look at you with the USA Olympics sweater on over there from 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 London. And I'm super pumped up uh, about what we have coming up on this channel. And um, and yeah, we got all kinds of tips and tricks and stuff. We have gotten a lot of questions in the chat about the Discord. Hey, what about the web app that you're using? What about uh, you know, what some of these things are, 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 are that y'all are talking about. I used a talking point from, from Chad earlier with the Mike White stuff. Get in the Discord because it's like that 24-7. But until then, Andy, we'll see you next Tuesday right here at the same time, baby. Peace. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace.